0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Well, what's up, y'all? It's Russ Parr. And of course, uh, yes, it's the Russ Parr cast. Russ Parr's world. Everything Russ Parr. That's what you get here. Uh, Listen, today uh, we're going to be talking to uh, two journalists that I really admire. One more than the other. (laughs) I'm just kidding Uh, We'll be talking to Armstrong Williams We do this thing called What's Your Point You know of course I'm on the left And he's on the right And that's how that works And of course we're going to be talking to April Ryan Who has this wonderful book uh, About women And of course it's uh, Women's Month And of course I think it's kind of important that we acknowledge um, The accomplishments of women Especially April Ryan Who's just been on the front lines Dealing with so much stuff from the Good Old Boys Network You know that's what usually happens When you're a female especially a black female and you got the president of the united states basically call you out basically almost call you outside your name and of course that was an issue but uh, there's so much going on of course armstrong williams um surprisingly i thought he would uh, stick to his right-wing roots and um you know be do what everybody else does and then that's defend donald trump well i don't think he does that and you'll hear that in just a little bit because this uh, january 6th thing man is just a big mess it, it, it really is And just the other day, Donald Trump is calling for another coup. And Of course, you know, Herschel Walker say, I, I, I thought he had a sedan. I didn't know he had a coupe. But anyway, uh, we explained it to him later on. Man, I sit down somewhere. No, he's he's basically saying that, you know, I've got the Republicans against me. I got all these indictments against me. And and, of course, the AG in, in, in Atlanta and the AG in New York. They're both racist because they're black females. And they're trying to hold him accountable for the crap that he has done. You know, that's what he's tripping on. But at the end of the day calling for violence after we witnessed this, you know, and I know some of y'all folks want to jump on, you know, Tucker Carlson, but Tucker basically received a gift of 40,000 hours of January 6th coverage. And what he did is what really creative editors do. They try to edit something to make it look like it was something that it was not. It was a picnic and a sightseeing tour. Yeah. Look at these people. They're being escorted by police officers. But he didn't show any of the coverage, any of the footage of people being beaten. Didn't show the footage of a woman getting shot trying to trespass. Didn't show any of that stuff. And and what's dangerous about Tucker Carlson is that he he is the number one talk show host on cable network. So he literally has millions and millions of people that watch him and believe that crap. They believe it. Because they call themselves Fox News. It is not news after 6 o'clock. They have a news division. who It's totally different from their entertainment division. Tucker Carlson has admitted. Yeah, I lie. I lie. Because they know that most of these folks are not going to do any research. It's like. He had his former producer that was talking about how they would text back and forth and how they refer to his listeners, his viewers as, you know, inbred and all that stuff. And then Tucker Carlson gets revealed because what's happening in this lawsuit with Dominion, which is the voting machines that they have dispersed. Um, Tucker Carlson comes out, and says like, I hate Donald Trump with a passion. And we'd be idiots to think the last four years of his presidency was nothing but an abject failure. I'm just quoting. I'm not quoting him exactly. But basically said the dude was just whack. But he goes on TV, I love Donald Trump. And the best president we ever had. We got so much accomplished. No, we didn't. We didn't get nothing accomplished. And that's what the whole trip is, man. I I don't quite understand what the affinity to this man is. This is a child who sits up and makes up names about people. Now, Ron DeSantis is dangerous. I get that. The reason why he's dangerous is because he's a mini-Trump but smarter. And that's dangerous. He is latched onto this culture world and, and you know, Florida world. Wokeism goes to sleep or whatever. It, it's, you know, it's it's silly because you're trying to divide and you don't, you're trying to do it by marking the differences. You're trying to hide uh, people's accomplishments people of color their accomplishments by banning books you know it, it, this is this is where we're headed division and it worked for Trump but I think everybody's tired of Trump he can't even fill up arenas anymore you know that's the bottom line he he can't fill up a high school cafeteria anymore unless he's offering money and he got the same people that he flies in blacks for Trump I wonder how much money he made I like to see his tax forms I wonder what he made. Y'all see that dude with the slick back hair? His brother, he always holds the sign blacks for Trump. And there's only a couple. (laughs) Actually, there's probably a lot more. And that is scary. I don't know. I, I just don't know how you can actually be a person of color and support somebody that's against everything you stand for. And a lot of where Trump is, it's an act. Because one thing that some of the Republicans are saying about Trump, he's a Democrat. He's a liberal He has always been that. And one time he said, if I ever run for president, I'm going to run as a Republican because they're not too smart. You got a dumb dude calling you not too smart, but you guys overlook it. It's okay with you. All right. It's time to get to what's your point. Yes, I'm Russ Parr. I'm on the left. And that's my boy right there. Armstrong Williams. He's on the right. What's your point, y'all? Another edition of that. All right. Let's start off right off the bat. The Republicans uh, finally got the uh, Kevin McCarthy, the speakership. And I'm looking at the agenda, the things that they're talking about doing. And I want to find out if you align with some of these things that they're doing, like getting rid of Medicare and Social Security. These are some of the things that they want to put forward. They want to investigate Hunter uh, Hunter Biden. Are these things that you think are just like real tabletop issues?
2: They're important issues. Um, Hunter Biden is corrupt. I I went through the laptop. It took me months. What's on that laptop is damning, it's betrayal, it's a double standard. If it were um, Donald Jr., Eric Trump, you and the world would be all over it. So we should hold everyone to the same standard.
1: What about Jared Kushner, um, who leaves office and and cuts like a a billion dollar deal with the Saudis?
2: That should be investigated.
1: Okay. listen, That's fair. Um, Here's what I I don't understand. I, I just don't understand that you want to investigate that, but we have so many other issues. You believe that Social Security should be abolished or revamped? What is your position on that?
3: It it, it
2: has to be revamped, Social Security, Medicare, because it's going bankrupt. They will run out, and people will suffer the consequences. And these issues need to be dealt with. And while you talk about these issues, there are other issues that are equally important. The Chinese Communist Party, uh, high energy costs, Uh, the crisis at the borders, um, not giving another $90 billion to the IRS, maybe abolishing the IRS and resort to a consumption tax where you only pay tax on things you bought on food, grocery stores and, and and other places i mean those are real issues that americans care about and 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 he also promised be, here would be held at the u.s mexico border these are things that people care about those other issues are sideshows let's not get away from the bigger issues and the big agenda of the new gop leadership
1: um it, to me it just seems like they're going to have some issues getting things passed because it seems like they can't get a consensus amongst everybody in 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 that uh, on that side of the aisle um, Speaker uh, McCarthy. He's basically sold himself to the devil. The right wing, the extreme right wing has taken over your party. And well,
2: you could make the same argument that the woke community and the leftists have taken over Biden in the White House. You don't even know you what woke is. You don't, what,
1: you don't even know what woke is. You guys are masters I, at labeling things and having us I wear it
2: around our I neck. I don't think you and I should have a debate about this. I think the fact is is that both parties have sold themselves out. The special interest groups, lobbyists and big pharma and big money, and they sold them out at the price of the American people. They're all the same. If you're going to refer to McCarthy as a prostitute, then Biden is a prostitute. They all have a
1: price. Well, I, I believe that. So me and you will agree on that. But what I don't understand is the fact that, you know, we're banning books, things that are just like, what are we doing here? Is that really super important?
2: If parents don't want their kids to be taught about sex and these other issues that take away from the essentials of what is needed, math, science, arithmetic, and writing, they have a right to demand that what is being taught their kids uh, should be under their supervision and should have something to do with learning, not indoctrination.
1: How about not banning? How about just like, you know, go to PTA meetings every once in a while, parents, and and, and have, a you know, just look at the uh, structure on how they're teaching these kids. My big issue is that we've got so many things that the far right is pushing and they're labeling like woke, like it's a bad thing to be aware of other people's rights. I just don't get it.
2: You know, it's, it, it, it's a, listen, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time, and a place to teach, but not when kids are in kindergarten, elementary school. Um, there's a time and parents should be involved in that decision. The, the issue is the time and the place of when this should happen.
1: Armstrong, man, I appreciate it. Of course, we'll go at it again. Uh, what's your point? Uh, and of course, that's Armstrong Williams. He's on the right. And of course, I'm Russ Parr. I'm on the left. All right, man, I'll holler at you, bro. Thank you.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Yes, I'm Russ Parr. I'm on the left. And that's my boy right there, Armstrong Young He's on the right. What's your point, y'all? Another edition of that. All right, Armstrong, good morning. How you doing, sir? Good morning. All right, let's start off right off the bat. Republicans uh, finally got the uh, Kevin McCarthy, the speakership. And I'm looking at the agenda, the things that they're talking about doing. And I want to find out if you align with some of these things that they're doing, like getting rid of Medicare and social security. These are some of the things that they want to put forward. They want to investigate Hunter uh, Hunter Biden. Are these things that you think are just like real tabletop issues?
2: They're important issues. Um, Hunter Biden, is corrupt. I I went through the laptop. It took me months. What's on that laptop is damning, it's betrayal, it's a double standard. If it were um, Donald Jr., Eric Trump, you and the world would be all over it. So we should hold everyone to the same standard.
1: What about Jared Kushner, um, who leaves office and and cuts like a a billion dollar deal with the Saudis?
2: That should be investigated.
1: Okay. listen, That's fair. Um, Here's what I I don't understand. I, I just don't understand that you want to investigate that, but we have so many other issues. You believe that Social Security should be abolished or revamped? What is your position on that?
3: It it,
2: it has to be revamped, Social Security, Medicare, because it's going bankrupt. They will run out, and people will suffer the consequences. And these issues need to be dealt with. And while you talk about these issues, there are other issues that are equally important. The Chinese Communist Party, uh, high energy costs, Uh, the crisis at the borders, um, not giving another $90 billion to the IRS, maybe abolishing the IRS and resort to a consumption tax where you only pay tax on things you bought on food, the grocery stores and, and and other places. I mean, those are real issues that Americans care about. And 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 he also promised here would be held at the U.S. Mexico border. These are things that people care about. Those other issues are sideshows. Let's not get away from the bigger issues and the bigger agenda of the new GOP leadership.
1: Um, it, to me, it just seems like they're going to have some issues getting things passed because it seems like they can't get a consensus amongst everybody in 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 that uh, on that side of the aisle. Um, Speaker uh, McCarthy. He's basically sold himself to the devil. The right wing, the extreme right wing has taken over your party. Well,
2: you could make the same argument that the woke community and the leftists have taken over Biden in the White House. You don't even know you what woke is. You don't, what is what,
1: you don't even know what woke
2: is. No, no, you guys are no, like
1: hey, masters at labeling things and having us wear it around I our I neck.
2: Don't, I don't think you and I should have a debate about this. I think the fact is is that both parties have sold themselves out. The special interest groups, lobbyists and big pharma and big money. And they sold them at the price of the American people. They're all the same. If you're going to refer to McCarthy as a prostitute, then Biden is a prostitute. They all have
1: a price. Well, I, I believe that. So me and you will agree on that. But what I don't understand is the fact that, you know, we're banning books, things that are just like, what are we doing here? Is that really super important?
2: If parents don't want their kids to be taught about sex and these other issues that take away from the essentials of what is needed, math, science, arithmetic, and writing, they have a right to demand that what is being taught their kids uh, should be under their supervision and should have something to do with learning, not indoctrination.
1: How about not banning? How about just like, you know, go to PTA meetings every once in a while, parents, and, and, and have, a you know, just look at the uh, structure on which how they're teaching these kids. My big issue is that we've got so many things that the far right is pushing and they're labeling like woke, like it's a bad thing to be aware of other people's rights. I just don't get it.
2: You know, it's it's listen, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time, a place to teach, but not when kids are in kindergarten, elementary school. Um, There's a time and parents should be involved in that decision. The the issue is the time and the place of when this should happen.
1: Armstrong, man, I appreciate it. Of course, we'll go at it again. Uh, What's your point? Uh, And of course, that's Armstrong Williams. He's on the right. And of course, I'm Russ Parr. I'm on the left. All right, man, I'll holler at you, bro. Thank you.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. On the
1: phone line is a lady that I totally respect, One of the best journalists of our time. She goes by the name of April Ryan. She's a reporter, author, White House correspondent for the GRIO. And I have to tell you something. I was excited when I heard that you wrote this book, Black Women Will Save the World, an anthem. First of all, the title I love. Now you're going to have to explain how black women are going to save the world. Good morning.
0: Good morning. First of all, thank you for that. That makes me feel so good. Now, particularly. respect so much different iterations of this um, I love that about you but you. how are we going to save the world first of all Russ um, let's start back in history so since we got here since before we even got here well let's talk about since we got here um, since we lay foot on this land that we have been patriotic to and for that we have supported and non-support of us and especially when, um, you know, when we first got, um, you know, plantation work, you know, this work that we were on the plantation and then they took our men from us. And we've had to stand on our own. We've had to be very independent when other women have a husband as a covering or some male figure as a mm-hmm. covering. So you wonder why um, you know, each generation of women said, you know, I'm a strong woman. I'm a strong black woman because my mother was strong and her mother was strong and the mother before her was strong. Why do we have to be strong? Because it was ingrained in us since we came here. Let's start there. Mm. We survive and thrive in spite of.
3: Hello. You know,
0: get right. You know, in spite of, you know, when there is a problem in the schoolhouse, intrinsically, we go there and mm-hmm. we deal with the powers that be. We are we are all about the church. We are mm-hmm. we are the majority in the church. We hold up the schoolhouse, our house. A majority
1: in colleges house. are forced to be reckoned yes, with.
0: Yes. 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 Ye- we are the ones who are getting the degrees at higher proportions than our male counterparts, our black male counterparts. And yet we are the ones who you know, Shirley Chisholm said in nineteen seventy two. If you don't have a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We have always perpetually had this <laughs> nice. invisible folding chair on our back. Mm. But what that was in the late 60s and early 70s. Look at 2023. We are now convening the table. Nice. We are building the table, creating permanencies and telling people, we're the ones that you can or cannot come to the table. We are making the decisions. And we are now in these lofty perches we never thought we'd be in. Mm. We, you know, from every level, be it a street sweeper being, Uh witness being Vice President of the the United States. Vice President of the United States. All right, so let's stop right there.
3: Yes. so you,
1: you know of course uh vice president kamala harris has been catching a little heck and just a little subtle digs little at big big her big. and so little. on and so forth well they're little. pretty big and <laughs> yeah. to me big names. and from her own party which is it yeah. which is and they always leaking stuff all oh, too difficult and this and that and blah 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 is it because she's a black woman trying to save the world
0: okay let's let's start here Shirley Chisholm said, and I hate to keep going back to Shirley Chisholm, but she was so prolific mm-hmm. and profound. Being black and a woman is a double whammy. Being a woman, period, in this male-dominated society mm-hmm. and in a male-dominated industry of politics, yes, being a woman is bad. And then put, put a, a layer of race on it. Mm-hmm. Come on. But, I mean, you know, here's the thing. Kamala Harris, whether you like her or not, she is the vice president of the United States. Mm-hmm. But she has been the first. Think about this with Barack Obama. The white-dominated fraternity of Washington didn't want him, all right? Mm -hmm. But he was the president of the United States. But still, the white-male-dominated portion of Washington ruled the nation. And yet we had the president of the United States, right? Right. Um, You know, the equal branches of government. But at the end of the day, take a first-term Barack Obama versus second-term Barack Obama. He was a different person. He was more himself in second term. Yep. When you are always the first, you have a, a thin line, especially... In an industry like this, politics, you have a thin line to walk. Then on top of that, you have to marry that with, okay, um, the president of the United States is this heralded heralded icon who's been in politics forever. But let's be real, he is wise in years, mm-hmm. and you have you cannot come out the gate looking like you're trying to be usurp him and be ambitious. So there's a fine line you have to walk there as well. Right now. You could always look back and say she could have done more or she could have done less or whatever. You can always say that. But let's put these parameters, these these things on it first and then move on and, and have the Absolutely. conversation. You know, so I mean, she's also she has a portfolio one, the policing portfolio. She's got the not only policing, she's got immigration. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things we've been dealing with for Decades.
1: Yeah, but it's Um, her fault now.
0: And even hundreds of years. Right. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, but she has been dealing with issues of black maternal health. But, you know, could she do all, all politicians can do more. Yeah. But, you know, is this criticism um, valid? You know, it could be, and then it may not be. But you have to, first of all, consider the source and then consider the parameters that are around as well. She's in a tough position, one being the first understanding that she's trying to get a second term if they do run for, for office again. Mm-hmm. And then also she cannot look like she is, quote, unquote, the angry black woman or, quote, unquote, the ambitious black woman who's trying to upstage uh, president who's wise in the How about that?
1: Well, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I get put off by when I hear men, even some black men, say that mm-hmm. a woman – cannot raise a son properly single as a single woman. And that has to be just such a slap in the face of so many successful young men that were reared by a woman. And Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you address that in your book. um, But I have
0: addressed, I've addressed that in this book and another book called at mama's name, Mm -hmm. because I've talked about the talk, you know, many of us, we are black women. And this is the reality. And I, I don't care whether you like it or not. Black women are rising in number, continue to rise in numbers, head of the household and the breadwinner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times there's not uh, the man, the husband in the house. There's not the husband in the house, unfortunately. And what we do is we rely on the blood uncle or the blood grandfather mm-hmm. or even people in the church. You know, somebody stand to standing together. Sometimes there is no one. And the mother is the mother and the father. And, you know, it's unfortunate that that's the case, but for everything she's done to create the success, I give her her flowers Absolutely. and I celebrate her. And, you know, yes, you know, I believe in, in two parent homes when there can be. Unfortunately, I'm a one parent home for right now. I've right. been divorced since 2011, mm-hmm. but in 2023, I'm getting married. But at the end of the day, right. I raised my daughter mm-hmm. being the mother and the father when a husband ex-husband was out of town. And I had to pull the, the men, you know, because yeah. I believe we need both a man and a woman figure for these children. So I had to be that. And for, you know, we don't always celebrate ourselves.
1: Well, let me let me this ask you this about
0: celebrating ourselves. Right. In these moments. Right, we're,
1: we're talking to April Ryan, reporter, author, White House correspondent for The Grio. Is there a fear of black women?
0: Oh, definitely, well, Let me, I'm and, and and, and who fears example. them?
1: And who fears them?
0: America, um, the Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Do I even 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 need to bring up Donald Trump? You nah. saw that. Oh yeah. Um, the trying to kill our history, our African American history, because within that history you have names like Sabrina Fulton, who is the mother of Trayvon Martin. Within our history, you had the mother of Emmett Till, mm. maybe till mostly who fought hard for justice. It took 67 years after her son was lynched, mm. Bailey lynched, to, to get some kind of recognition. The first time on the book, in this nation, the first federal anti-lynching law named after Emmett Till. You know, mm. these are powerful women that we fear. When anything goes on, we're the first ones. We're the first line of action look at the people who were the first line of action um, in this voting rights effort. We wanted to, you know, come back with uh, uh, the 1965 Voting Rights Act. As mm-hmm. been gutted. Who were the faces at the beginning of this going to yep. jail? Black women. To mm-hmm. include Joyce Beatty, Congresswoman Joyce Beatty, who was the head of a Congressional Black Caucus at this time. And let's talk about a singular black woman who did something extraordinary in Georgia. Stacey Abrams. Even though she lost the governorship, her trajectory didn't go anywhere. She was actually thought, she was one of the people that Biden looked to Mm -hmm. to possibly be his running mate for vice president. But she said, no, because I want to be the governor of Georgia. But we have to fix our mindset and our narrative. Well, let me just say this. she lost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But let me just say this. Um, I knew that black women were powerful because my mom was such a tremendous influence on me before she passed i mean i i I got so much knowledge and admiration for Mm -hmm. women and how they are to be treated and how to be cherished and and respected but i'll tell you the first time um i i figured out the power of a black woman i grew up in california angela davis Mm -hmm. Angela Davis. Who
0: are you talking about? Yes.
1: Angela Davis with the afro and the no fear and the confidence and the swag that she had was so incredible. And it just made Yeah, and you and you you want to look up everything about her and and her fight and her struggle and how they labeled her. They did everything they could to take this woman down.
3: She was
0: vilified and now she is revered. Yes. I was in her face last year. And it was just awesome. And now she's fighting to change the prison system where we are disproportionately a part of. Mm. Again, black women running and fighting. But I want to get back to Stacey Abrams. Yes. in in our narrative, because a woman was thrown in jail, but she was thrown in jail for the love. When black women serve, it's about uplift and love for community. That's what Angela Davis was doing when she went to jail. That's what Stacey Abrams was doing when she was trying to, to, to make people see that we belong in the state and that we matter. When she changed that, that red state blue, she is a winner. Mm-hmm. They went out there and actively voted against her, so she would. Now it was about her, not about if winning. It was about making sure this one black woman would not be. That she is a winner because they fought so hard. And look at this: two other examples. Um, the, the the picture of the Black Panther Party in 1966, a group that was vilified, were black men wearing cams and black pants leather jackets, good leather jackets, good looking black men, but guess what? Hmm. The majority of the membership, 70% black women, they wanted to support and love the community with free lunches for the children, now, um, and, I mean free breakfast for the children, now being subsidized by the federal government, health clinics for everyone, now being subsidized by the federal government. We can go on and on and they started talking about policing, you know the issue of police brutality, we can go on and on, and then let's talk about this superhero that's priceless Let's look at your state, your home state of California. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the city of Los Angeles. This this Republican, mm-hmm. white Republican named Rick Caruso, to hundred and ten million dollars at two-tier events. Who only had fifteen million dollars? And guess what? She yeah. won. She beat of fifteen million versus a hundred and ten million. I can't even think about hundred and ten dollars versus the other commas and zeros. She priceless. Black women for him to throw that kind of money. Right. And it's still it the power of a black woman. Yes. I don't want to make it the power of a black woman.
1: I don't want to make a blanket statement, but I mm-hmm. find when I talk to some brothers that they can't compete. And I don't know if it's how a lot of brothers have been raised but they're trying to compete with their woman. So, therefore, they go for something that might be a little less than. I'm not talking about you know oh. dating outside of the race or so on and so forth, but somebody that is not going to challenge them, someone that is not educated. And that's somebody that is the breadwinner. There's a lot of men that just can't handle that. And that's part of the fear factor when it comes around to acknowledging and, and accepting that black women are powerful and they can change the world. Because I often find that women are smarter than men in the first place. I'm not saying that to get brownie points. It's just a fact. You look at the the countries that are run by women, and they're run efficiently. You know, men have been screwing up for years, and they get a second, and third, and a fourth chance. A woman will get one, if that.
0: So, Russ, Russ, I I I, I agree with you, but I also think about each person individually. I had a lot of my college classmates from male college classmates I'm still friends with, very close with. They said, so, you know what, sis? You know, when you and who are married? You said when you find a guy, he's going to have to be able to accept who you are. But I'm that person that goes home and I like to cook. I'm a home bomb, you know? Mm-hmm. And But people don't see that. But each, for each person, you have to find someone who is uniquely suited for that person. And I'm thinking about, as you said that, I'm thinking about you. You're not just a radio person, a radio mogul, mm-hmm. um, you know, who does this great morning show, syndicate and everything. You've branched out into movies. And I thought about it, it takes a sister who has to understand who you are and understand your freedom to be. Mm. you know who okay, can't pigeonhole you each person is different and uniquely made and I think more so we have to come together like that versus I'm intimidated I think we have to find someone who's compatible mm. to our unique gift each one of us has a gift and April. everyone's not necessarily compatible yeah
1: yes. I, I gotta tell you there are so many topics that I want to talk to you about and I because know. you know we go back years and yes. you know and our, our our careers have just kind of like run side by side and and there you are and you got the president of the United States intimidated by you. That's why he went after yeah. you. And, and and that's where exactly. I'm talking about the fear. And I'm still here. Yes, you're I'm still, still here, here, and you're still you still got a voice, and your voice is so important. That's why I'm I'm imploring everybody out there. The book's called Black Women Will Save the World, an anthem. This is powerful from a very powerful woman that can speak from experience. And that's what's important here. This is not somebody just writing a book to get clicks and make some money. This lady knows she's been down there. She's been in the trenches. She's had the most powerful man on this earth try to take her down and diminish her diminish her who she is. Oh,
0: not just try to take me down. One of his people to get rid of me in the worst kind of way. And I'm still here. And that's what I'm saying. Mm. Black women never underestimate who you are. I mean, the examples that I just gave are just a small number. We are powerful, but in the midst, as we go out there and continue to to work and, and uplift our community and our home, etc., we still got to love ourselves.
1: Absolutely, and
0: remember to love ourselves. So that's one thing we don't do. We have to. We give to everyone, but we won't give to ourselves. That's well, another piece of it Yeah,
1: I love you, and that's all that matters. Oh,
3: thank, you. <laughs> yeah. thank you,
1: April. Thank you so much, and I hope everybody. I'm sure this book's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and that you guys can order it uh, again. The book world and anthem. And thank you so much. Sweetheart. I-
0: All right, Russ. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Be well, my friend.
1: Uh, You too. Bye-bye now. Bye,
0: thanks.
1: Thank you for joining the Russ Podcast. And, of course, listen on the Apple Podcast app, urban one com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. And, of course, we'll see you all next week.